Hello and welcome to Girl Talk, a Formula One podcast. Today's episode, we have all of it for you. We have our driver standing predictions for 2023. We've got headlines of the week and we've got behind the post, our new segment, all about the drivers and what they're up to in their personal lives. Hello. Should we, what should we? I'm for those of you who are new. I'm Eloise. Hello. Should we go with our driver predictions, our top 10? Yes. Oh, top 10? Yeah. Oh, I predicted all the way to yeah, 20. Yeah, I've done 10. We're doing 10. Okay, that's fine. I just did all the way to 20 because I wasn't sure. Okay, we'll do to 10, that's fine. Um, in line with my, uh, one of my 23 predictions in the last episode, I think Sergio Perez will be, it's, he's my number one. I've got Charles Leclerc as my number two. I have Lando as my number three, but I will I be. I, yeah, I didn't know how to feel about that. I wasn't sure. I have Carlos yeah. Sainz as my four. Uh, Esteban Ocon as my fifth, purely because of how he performed last season. He did okay last season. Um, no, the only reason I'm laughing at that is because of where I first. <laughs> he's like 18th on yours. <laughs> he's 12th. Uh, I've got Lewis Hamilton at sixth, George Russell at seventh, because I don't think Mercedes are going to do great, but I have no idea yet. There's been no testing, not even a car launch of it yet, so I've got absolutely okay, no be. Mine are sort of based on roughly how they were last year and how I think they'll yeah. be this year. And then I've got yeah. So mine's quite similar to the current standings, but that's just because there's been no testing. Yeah. So I don't know if like Mercedes can do shit house, and for some reason like Williams is going to be like the best team on the grid. Like you yeah. don't know. <laughs> I've I got mean, Pierre. At unlikely. But you never know. I've got Pierre at eight, Fernando uh, at nine, and Valtteri at ten. We've put Pierre and Fernando in the same place. I just love Valtteri Bottas. I had to put him in there. I literally would be his bestie. I wouldn't, because he, he has a gin company, and I don't like gin. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I am do love a bit of gin. Mm. I think it's Valtteri. I don't really have any. I think he's a good driver. Mm. Don't get me wrong. But I don't really have any specific feelings towards him, apart from when um, he, like, said, to whom it may concern, fuck you. When he made that comment, I was like, oh, you're a vibe. We get on. So my driver predictions. Number one, Max Verstappen. I'm feeling very much Red Bull's back in like their Vettel prime era. Um, and I feel like Max will get at least one more. If not more than one more. Um, I think Checo is going to be second. Because mm. as much as I think it would be so lovely, like Checo got his first win just before he got signed to Red Bull, and I think it would be so lovely for him to get a world championship now. Do you know what I mean? Because he does, he is an amazing driver. He's worked so hard for years and not necessarily been given the equipment he needs to sort of, you know, be in contention for a world championship. But at the same time, I think Checo is in his 30s. He's got a family. We know dads in Formula One tend to retire earlier than non-dads because obviously you don't want to miss those like those yeah. moments with your children like first steps and stuff like that um 
So I think they Rebel gear their car towards Max because Max is younger. He's going to have more time in the sport. And they, if they want him to stay, they are going to have to give him everything that he wants to achieve whatever he wants in the sport. Um, I think Lewis can be third. I think George is going to be fourth, just based on Mercedes has been, like, even last year, Mercedes were doing better than most teams. Not the best, but better than most teams. Um, So I put them, like, sort of very close together. And then Lando, five, because he's just so consistently good at... He's, like... He may not be at podiums every week, but he's consistently good. He's consistently he's consist- seventh. <laughs> well, he finished seventh, like, in, like, six races last year. Like, one after the other. It was, like, so, like, he was, like, wait. <laughs> oh, I do not remember that. But that's, I have, like, memory loss, so that's fine. Um, and then for no, six, I wasn't saying, I wasn't saying that was a bad thing. I was just saying, like, he is consistent. He's consistent in the points. Yeah. I just mean like he, he was like it, he was the only race he after race he was like the last year the points every single race. So that's good. He doesn't DNF very often. So um, speaking of DNFs, six and seven, Carlos and Charles. Not to offend anyone, but Ferrari. Don't be mean to my babies. They they finished second last year. No, I. Nothing against them. They're good drivers. It's just, A, Ferrari strategy. Horrific. Secondly, why are their cars always blowing up? What's that about? Sort yourself out. You're not that Samsung phone that you couldn't take on planes because it was, like, exploded. I'm getting... <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a bit inappropriate. Um, eighth, Pierre Gasly. I think Pierre is a phenomenal driver. Um, I do think... I very much think there's going to be beef between him and Ocon, but we'll wait and see. Um... Yeah, ninth, Fernando Alonso. He's just, in the nicest possible way, he's a cockroach. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in the sense of he can, like, survive any conditions. Mm. Like, he's, like, no matter what car you put him in, he's good. Yeah. When I say a cockroach, I don't mean, like, you see him, you scream, and you smack him with a shoe. I don't mean that. I mean, he just, no matter what condition he's put in, he survives. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. I know what you mean. Well, it takes out of context and, like, every Fernando fan is, Don't like, after that. me. <laughs> and this is where my career, my life ends. Um, and then 10, I've put Nick DeVries based on he was in, he was a reserve driver for, was it Mercedes? Williams. Williams. Yep. No. He. Mercedes. No. Williams. He drove for Williams, but he no, was I mean, with Mercedes. I don't think he's a reserve Nick, driver for Mercedes, but he was he drove for Williams, but he uh, was with with Mercedes. Do you know what I mean? Okay, no, yeah, but what I'm saying is he was a reserve and he drove for Williams. Yeah. Because whoever was ill or was dying or whatever. Alex, oh, because it was Alex Appendix uh, decided to just like pull a Ferrari and explode. I had that. I had I had I had my appendix. My cousin out. I thought I was gonna die. Skiing, mm. But her parents were like, let's take you to the doctors beforehand. And they were like, Yeah, you have appendicitis, like you need emergency surgery right yeah. the second before it explodes. So imagine you're like halfway down a mountain skiing and your appendix just explodes. You would die. You die. 
No, I know, but like Joe had cancer the year before I did, and his exploded while they were taking it out. I was like, I had gone into hospital like five times with like because it grumbles before you get it out. So you get like stomach pain in the same place. It can happen like ten times. So I went in like every time, and then the last time the woman was like, "Okay, yeah, there's definitely something going on, so we're gonna check." And I was just like, "Thank you." My appendix is still very much in there. You don't need um, it. Anyway, Nick Reese. <laughs> Point being, um, he drove in Williams, and Williams aren't the best car on the grid, safe to say. Um, and it was his first ever F1 race. Not only was he in Williams, he also managed, it was his first F1 race, and he managed to score points. So I just think he is, based on that, I think he'll be in the top ten. Yeah, I didn't know. I like whip it out on, if you can whip that out of your ass last minute, first F one race as a reserve driver for a car you've maybe never driven before. That says yeah. something, and I think he's going to be a he's going to be a real asset to the sport. Yeah, I didn't know where to put him because I didn't do like my top twenty, so I didn't. I just didn't put him in it because I don't know. I just I I feel I feel bad putting rookies in the top ten. Because <laughs> I feel bad for everyone else that's been in the sport for like years. Oh yeah, well I put Logan Sargent at twenty. Like I have not watched his career, so I don't know. But I'm just like you're in a Williams, and it's your first. Yeah. You're a rookie. It's like Williams are normally down at the bottom. Like even though Nico Hulkenberg and Kevin are great drivers, they're in a has. Mm. So like I'm not gonna put you in the top ten because like you're in a has. It's yeah, that's what by. I was thinking. I think I think they'll be close. Because after the Grosjean incident, and it was like his car like fell in half, and you're like, that should not happen well, to an F1 car. It should. That's it should that should happen, but not where it happened. So that when they if that happens, cars are supposed to just split so that it separates the fuel and you, so it, you don't all blow up like they used to. Because when you used to have the engine under like right behind well, you, it didn't. Yeah. No, so it broke in the wrong place. It broke, like, just either... It, it broke, like, in the wrong place. It didn't break, split where it was supposed to. But they are supposed to yeah, do that. It was still in the front part, and that's why Roman Grosjean yeah. was in, like, a big old fire. Um, but then if you look, when Mick Schumacher crashed... I can't remember which race it was. I want to say Monaco, but I really don't think it was. It wasn't Monaco. I can see it. I want to say Russia, but it wasn't Russia. Was it and I was like, he crashed at some, I can't remember which race it was. Again, I have memory loss. But he crashed and his car broke in half, the same yeah. place Grosjean's. So I'm like, really? No, no, it was, that that broke where it was supposed to. So the cars are supposed to do that. But Grosjean's just did it in the wrong place. Oh. So like, so. Because it otherwise, the same to me. So I yeah. was just like. Because otherwise, if they don't break, they would all blow up. Or like every time they crash, the like it would just because yeah, they're in like they, so there's a there's a bathtub kind of thing that the that the drivers are in. It's like a pod, so they get like it's it's an F1 bathtub. Yes, that's basically what it is, and it's like where their seat is, where their legs are. There's like a shell, and then everything. It's like a, it's like when you sit in a car, your the bit you're in is pretty stable but everything around you is supposed to crush and break off before you do it's kind of like that so like that I think that bit is where it separates and 
A driver will like... skid forward in a little little rubber dinghy and the fuel stays behind. Go in on a trip. Um, imagine if that happened to normal cars in front of your car just fucking fell off. <laughs> it's like, bye. See you later. I'm little fender bender and like the whole front of your car just goes. Yeah. They're just two they're just two wheel in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I have a correction from something I said in the last episode. Okay. The IndyCar doesn't wear don't wear oxygen masks. They wear they have like an air it's like a tube, so it's like a like an aircon tube that looks like a looks like aircon. It kind it kind of is an oxygen mask, but it's it's aircon. So it comes from like I think it comes from the back of the car. And it's like a little, it's like a little tube that goes in the top of their helmet. They literally go around like this, with their with their full face helmet on, and they've got a little tube coming out the top, just like because they get so because those I'm mean, still kind of right, but the the visors create so much downforce and heat that they they just like they will pass out if yeah. they don't have that aircon. They have like they're just so luxurious in IndyCar. They have like aircon everywhere. Imagine, imagine if F1 drivers had that. They well, they get the wind though. I think it's fair because they get the wind through the halo coming at them. Whereas IndyCar, yeah. they've got like they've got this whole Sorry thing in front of them. Sorry if you can hear the Hoover. Um, there is a, someone outside my door hoovering. I so just like to say sorry if you can hear that. It's all. It's, you can't really hear it. It's not that bad. Okay, because it's loud for me. So like, <laughs> just in case you're wondering what that is, it is oh, the wow. cleaning lady hoovering my accommodations. I also couldn't find anything about like I could. I probably could have, but I couldn't find much about the difference between old downforce and new downforce. Not downforce. Ground effect with the skirts. Yeah, I was seeing. I was just like I didn't really understand what it meant. It's the the skirt. I know a lot more techni- technical bits of F one. Not like, but not absolutely everything. Yeah. So ground effects. So like they have downforce, right? The way their cars are shaped. Yeah. So the nose goes like that, and then the wings, and it basically all of it creates downforce to keep the car stuck on the track, and the yeah. skirts because it. I don't, I don't really know how it works, but I think because it pushes the air underneath the skirts or underneath the car and keeps it underneath the car, so they stay more stuck. And they they came up with it in like between like the like the seventies and eighties, and then got rid of it because there were there it wasn't safe enough for the cars to go that fast or something else. But they got rid of it, yeah. and then the new regs last year brought it back. But I was trying to figure out if they were much different. And I yeah, I saw a bit of that and I was sort of trying to work out what they meant by it. Because physics, not my thing. I was way more of a biology girl. But I was trying to understand it and I was like, I really don't understand why, like, how that works in terms of making the cars faster. Because it keeps them so it, it keeps them stuck on the track so they can go round corners quicker because they can oh, no, stay I on I understand it. that that's how it does. I just don't understand, like, the physics behind it. It's what I'm saying. Air go skirt, air stuck on track. That is how. The caveman version of GCSE physics for Eloise. Yes, I didn't do physics. I did a double award, which is all three. So technically, I did do physics, but 
Um, oh, my, yeah, my biology tutor double. didn't believe in global warming. So, right. actually, no, was he physics? No, that was my physics tutor. He didn't believe in global warming. Oh, my physics teacher was a an absolute legend. He was like six foot five, and he wanted just a quick aside has nothing to do with Formula One. He wanted us to remember a certain point, so he stood on the table to say it. But he, <clears throat> sorry, but he forgot that he was six foot five, and he smacked his head on the ceiling. And I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. I mean physics. Yeah, good, but good he was example such of a legend. Gravity. He was such a legend. Mm. He has two daughters, or he might have more now. But when I was there, he had two daughters, and they were the cutest little girls ever. I wonder how they're doing. <laughs> look on Facebook. I just have a living life. Have a look on Facebook. We're um, I've, we haven't mentioned we're pre-filming, so this is the only car launch that's happened so far. Is half. It's half. Um, we will talk about that in a minute, but we are pre-filming so because okay. somebody. Okay, I didn't Africa plan for like three weeks. Family trip. <laughs> we haven't been on a family trip since like 2018. I'm the joking self. So, yeah, so for the week in a while, so I might be able to, do, if I can, I will film while I'm out there, but I might not have Wi Fi. And also, they have something going on where like Wi Fi and lighting and everything and power. I don't know what it's called in South Africa, but like. They turn it on and off. Oh, it's like economy. It's not economy seven, but I know it's like a blackout thing. Like they were threatening yeah. to do here, and they obviously I don't think they obviously didn't do it. Oh, so. oh. My sister asked me a question. Yeah. Um, because I was saying like for somebody who understands cars and knows a little bit about Formula One, but doesn't watch it at all, like they know yeah. they know they know the teams and everything. She was like, how do you find it enjoyable to watch them just go round in circles every Sunday? Like, how do you, she was like, how do you find it enjoyable to just watch it, watch them go zoom, zoom, zoom? And I was like, well, mom, like what do you Same, because I have no interest in it whatsoever. If there's a crash, she's like, oh, what's happened? Mm. But other than that, she's got no interest in it whatsoever. And I think you just have to have that interest in it and like I, the yeah. strategy and you just, I feel like you just either have it or you don't sort of thing. Yeah, I think, well, I think if you don't know, like Drive to Survive, for people that don't know the sport would have been a massive help to get into it because they, they, yeah, well, they would have been able to understand it. Because I think if you don't know, yeah. if you don't know about the strategies, if you don't know about like tires, if you don't understand the DRS and the overtaking, you're not gonna like they are just going round in circles for an hour and a half. Yeah, 100%. I remember um something. Oh, I'm so sorry. Something came up on my Instagram, and it was about one of the top guys in f1 basically said that 20 billion was like an inflated price for what formula one is like it's an inflated price to sell formula one for and i remember going oh that's a bit you know i can't remember who it was that said it and then my friend adam was staying because we haven't seen each other since college and he was just like i don't watch it religiously but I've seen Drive to Survive and that got me into it mm -hmm. 
And so although people are going, oh, it gets the American audience, it's like, it also gets like English people into it because yeah. it's like, it's not just watching them. It sort of, you kind of understand the politics of it and sort of the strategies and stuff like that. And it's more, it explains it more than in a race when you've just got like Crofty going, it's lights out and away we go. And there's a crash on the first turn. Like it explains Formula One a bit more than just like the commentary you'd get at the race. Yeah. And I think that that's really useful. And that genuinely helped me understand it a bit more because I discovered Drive to Survive in lockdown because I'm pretty sure I completed the entirety of Netflix. Um, and I watched it and I was like, oh, OK, you understand a bit more on like the politics side because some things teams and people do. And I think that makes no sense whatsoever. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then, like, OK, now I can sort of like understand it a bit more and go, yeah, no, I see why that sort of decision was made yeah I mean yeah I I think you have to kind of understand a bit more for it to make sense do you know I mean because I think without it it's just it is just 20 cars going around in circles and to be quite honest like I've I've watched Formula One my whole life but Drive to Survive got me more into it because I was like oh okay it's more interesting than I thought yeah like I knew there was obviously I knew there's controversies and everything and I knew all this stuff but I think you have to you can't just watch the race like you can't just sit down and go oh right okay cool sick move on like wait watch watch another one in three weeks I think it's it makes it makes more sense and makes more sense to why it's enjoyable if you watch more than just the race so like you kind of keep up with the news and understand the the drama not like not even the drama but also like the stuff that isn't them driving in a race so all the people on the pit wall all the mechanics and everything like sometimes it's just funny to watch the other mechanic like when a car comes in to watch the other mechanics that are stood out waiting for their car because they they just don't care they'll just no I was just like they have honest to say the least <laughs> it's because Ball there was, was I think it was a Red Bull engineer mm. and it was a Mercedes car no, I think it's a, I think it's a Red Bull coming in with a Mercedes with a McLaren guy stood holding his like rope and he's well, yeah and there. he just doesn't move and the car comes fast and he's like if it very much gives me the vibe of like if you hit me and I die I die like, like it was just my so don't worry about it all calm and collected he's like yeah yeah. it was mental I remember watching that and I was like you what mate like I think I, I was like he knows what's up I think I would shit myself like I get scared when a lorry goes past me on like if I'm going for a walk like imagine mm. it's they're two meet like what two meters wide two meters long they're wide that's all I know they're really wide well long that way I know, but they're, they are also really wide. Like, this is long. I know. I know what long and wide long is. And wide. You said they're two metres long. Yeah. I said, no, I think they're two metres wide. And then I said, no, they're two metres long. But I don't actually remember what is what. They're two, uh, yeah, they're really wide. They're usually like two metres tall as well. Yeah. Shall or we go three metres. Because sure. well, I'm about two. a metre and a half. 
just over. Welcome to Eloise's Headlines of the Week. Going off on That's my now. That's the theme tune now. That's my notebook. First, we have. Give me a ride, go and let's have another baby. I saw that and I was so cute. I think I saw it on Twitter and I think I saw it on Instagram like two separate times and just forgot about one of them. And then I was like, oh my God, yeah. Oh my God, it's so cute. It's so cute. His, is it his, his, he's got like a four-year-old that's in karting, which is just it's the cutest thing. Isn't it Sammy Robin? I've got absolutely not a scooby, to be honest. But he's very cute, <laughs> is all I know. <laughs> He is when he um his son and his daughter were at his last race. Was it oh, the last geez. race for Ferrari or was it the last race? It was his last race ever. Oh yeah. I think I remember. I think I remember. Yeah, and they were out all together and I was just like, I'm gonna oh. miss him because he'd been racing for as long as I'd been alive. Mm. Um, so I was just like, it's a long career to have. Yeah. In Formula One. Um, and I was like, it's sort of like bittersweet. It's like, oh, I want to see you every race and cheer you on and watch you absolutely give no fucks in interviews. Really? Like when an interviewer asked him why it was late and he said he was having a poo. Like those moments we're going to miss. But then it's also like, but he gets to spend like every day with his kids. Yeah. And that was just, I was like, I'm going to miss you, but I'd rather... I say this, I don't know them. I'm like, I'd, I'd rather you spend time with your kids. I'm like, I don't yeah. know them, but I'm like... Because my dad travelled a lot for work. Obviously, not to the extent F1 drivers do. Um, But I always, even if he's gone for like a day or two, I always missed him. Yeah. So I think it's nice that, like, his kids are going to have him around. Mm. I also think, Kimmy... Um... No, Kevin Magnuson is like quite similar. I mean, they're both like that Viking brood, but I think he's kind of similar in his demeanor, where he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, it's like my voice. yeah, he's like, okay, and and what? Yeah. Like, I don't care. I think this is my sorry, my. I think I would be similar if I was in F1. Like, they would just have to have someone standing next to me and just, like, put their hands over my mouth whenever I start to say something I shouldn't. Yeah. Because I... Like, even my dad's like, Tara, stop. Our parents like, no, you're taking it too far. Because I'll just say anything. I don't care. Mm. Headline number two is... Um, Stein has written a book... Now, I I did not completely fact-check oh. this. Yeah, so saw it on Twitter that he's written a book. It's called, like, I can't think of what it's I called. Love that. but it's like, um, That's your source. Like, so I saw it on Twitter. A Twitter. F1 Twitter is my source of serotonin. Oh, it's the only reason I prefer. Mm. I'm just like, so, oh, I love it. The title of it is, I can't, th- I can't remember what the first bit of it was, but it was... <laughs> Don't from, fuck smash from, my door. from the breakout star of Formula One's Drive to Survive. Oh no, of Netflix's Drive to Survive. Like oh, it was like, an, it was like a, oh, behind the behind the something, I think it's called. And it like says <laughs> from the breakout star of the show of Drive to Survive. That's just so funny to me. 
It's like he's the main character of the show. I mean, I, he is the main character of the show. Oh, 100%. I think going to phenomenal on a night out. Mm. I think it's so much fun. I would hate to work for him. Yeah. Just <laughs> because he swears a lot. And although he likes says something, like sometimes it's funny, it's just like, don't cuss me out. Mm. But I would, that would really piss me off. Just because I can, I, like, you can swear around me, that's fine. I swear all the time, too. I have a bit of a potty mouth. But my thing is, don't swear at me. Mm. Don't disrespect my swearing at me. If you're angry and you start swearing at me, I will start swearing back at you. Yes, I agree. And I'm, I will take it too far. I know I will, because it's just how I am. I will just take it too far. Um, I say yeah, same, but I, me and... My husband, I'd we like, literally call each other dickhead every day. Yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to go on a night out with him. I think he'd be absolutely hysterical. I think it'd be so much fun. I would absolutely hate to work with him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he'd be like, don't fuck smash my door. I don't fucking swear at me then. To be honest, I hate to work with anyone. Really. I'd, I'd like to be his bestie. Oh, 100%. Do you know what? I wouldn't mind being his like PA. I feel like that would be funny. To just hear everything he says. Yeah, it's personal assistant, so it's a bit more of a different sort yeah. of dynamic. Oh, a hundred percent. Headline like, As much as I get on with my parents, I absolutely hate to work for either of them. Yeah. Actually, because they are completely I, different that... when they are at work to when they are at home. They're very professional and da 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 da. My mum is not. Like she's a director of a of not. Okay, she's the director of a part of the company. She's an executive director of... Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know the rest of the title. So, she, I mean... she's. It's not like yeah. she's not professional, but everybody in almost every company she's, man, like, been a manager in or been in charge of people, they're like, she's the best boss in the company. And I'm like, can I just work under my mum? Is that, like, I would work in any company if it's just under my, my dad, mom. I beg, yeah. beg, I beg. When we lived in the States, my dad and we like left to come back to England. Um, some of my dad's employees actually cried because they were gonna miss him. Like he's tough he's say he's because he's an asshole. Then. <laughs> so like they actually cried. No. He's they tough, cry. He's there. Mm. He went from worked his whole life in like motor mm. sort of the motor sector. Um, used to build his own cars and now he's a beekeeper swift fucking left turn there right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway back to what this podcast is about headline number three uh, I saw some news articles about a Red Bull and Ford partnership now before hmm. Red Bull was Red Bull it was Jaguar and Jaguar was powered by a Ford engine. So they're not unfamiliar to each other. They just haven't been together in a while. It's like one of them transitioned and they broke up. And now they're kind of rekindling their love for each other. Because one of them, they just like each other again. But I think it's kind of an Audi situation. Um, where yeah. they're going to come in in like a few, like quite a few years. Because... What's, is it the Red Bull power train unit engine whatever it is 
It's not because it's not Honda. It's Red Red R B E P T Red Bull Powertrain. I think that's what it's called. Like it's not. It's not the best. It's not the worst by far. Obviously, it's not the worst. Yeah, but when you think power unit for F one, you don't think Ford. No, not for the power not- unit for the engine. So they're, they're yeah. going to do so. Audi, who's Audi partnered with? Is it Alfa Romeo? Whoever Audi is partnered with for 2026, they will give them their engine and probably be blah blah blah. I, Audi F1 team. Maybe I'm just stupid naive. I thought Audi would have powered itself. No, so like, I think so. It's Mercedes, like Mercedes, it's Mercedes engine, but Mercedes powers Williams. Is it Williams? Like a bunch of teams power a different a bunch of different teams. Williams doesn't have their yeah, own engine. McLaren powered by Mercedes, which I thought was really odd considering McLaren, McLaren is a McLaren was, like, surely... was a team. McLaren was McLaren Mercedes and then it they separated. No, I know, that's what I'm saying. So since they separated, I'm like, well, why seeing as they're not partnered in terms of it's not a McLaren Mercedes team, since it's just McLaren, I'm like, why would you not because like you make supercars, like but why would you make not one engines? I think they can't afford it. Really, is the thing. So I think what I was going to say is whack a bit of like I was genuinely going to say whack a bit of crack in it, and it should right. So I think it'll be like yeah, a engine. Make it smoke crack, and it'll go fine. Mm. So million yeah, miles now. So Red Bull. I think Ford will go back to well. Red Bull will go back to Ford because I don't think it's very sustainable for them money-wise. Like, I understand they're one of the richest teams, but I don't think it's very sustainable to build their own engine because well, why yeah, would if it If it's be? cheaper, they have, they have to build engine Ford, like, someone else. engines. Yeah. Yeah, if it's cheaper to buy your engine from someone else instead of, you know, because they've got to do the research, the development, all that sort of stuff. If it's cheaper to buy it from someone else, then financially, most of the time it is. That's most of the time it is because, like other teams, know what the, they kind of know what they're doing. So I think, I, but I do think that when Ford come in, it also Red makes will go down the down the hole for a bit because Ford haven't built an F1 engine since like pre two thousand and eight. I want to say that's when Red Bull came in. Yeah sounds a little bit wrong actually but teams like um red bull who's an energy drinks company Mm. and it's alpine that's a closed company car they're a car company i thought they were closed no they're cars yeah but they have like one team like clothes but my point being so it's not as Red Bulls and energy drinks. Yeah. So they have sports teams and stuff. It makes far more sense. Williams is a family company. Williams was like not really ever a. It was never a car. Frank Williams just made the team. He was like. So it's like family actually. Imagine being having an F one team today. Let's go. Um, like Red Bulls and energy drink. Mm. Makes more sense for them to buy their engine from someone who knows how to make engines because their company is in energy drinks, not um I mean engines. their company's in it everything. 
No, okay. yeah. Like, Red Bull, Red Bull, is, Red Bull is a cockroach as well. Oh, it's everywhere. Hmm. They're like an infestation of like little termites in everything. In a good way. Love you, Red Bull. Don't drink you anymore, but love I you. do love Red Bull. I mean, you shouldn't say I can't afford to have them very often. I love a Red Bull and vodka. If Red Bull would like to sponsor me and send me free Red Bulls, I can have on the podcast. I'll have one of those water bottles. Please. Because I'm a uni student. I've not got time to sleep. <laughs> no, second to the, well, last headline, then we'll go on to hats. Mick Schumacher had his first seat fitting with Mercedes today or yesterday or sometime this week. It was apparently posted on somewhere. I saw it in mm-hmm. his article. I just thought it was quite cute. He posted like, I'm so excited to be a reserve driver for Mercedes. And I was like, bit of batter, bit of batter. I just realised that Toto said that Haas wasn't a good fit for Mick, but he's now with Mercedes. I've just realised that. So that could be a bit biased. I think I said that I said, I said that last episode of, of that Haas isn't a good fit for Mick, but whatever. But I just, I just thought it was yeah. just really cute. Should we go on to your segment? Okay, so we've got a new segment called Behind the Post. Love it. And it's basically like all the F1 like gossipy bits that I just find interesting and funny. Um, F1 TikTok popped off for me on this one. I've got two bits for you. Apparently Lando's got a new girlfriend. Um, we're praying for her because of all the crazy 12-year-olds on Twitter that will send her hate because they believe Lando Norris should be with them. If Lando Norris was considering being with a 12-year-old, he would be in prison. Anyway, um, so apparently he's seen in Dubai bugging about in the desert with a new girl. You know, we've seen that one before. This is, however, pure speculation. Oh, pure speculation. She could be Bestie. just a friend. Bestie she could be a lesbian. Who knows? Oh, my um, God. Well, you don't know. Yeah, it's true. Um, and then Pierre Gasly had a new girlfriend called Francisca. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, and they had pictures on Instagram, a picture of them kissing on Instagram. And they've all been deleted. So everyone's speculating that they've broken up. Drama. Or they could have gone, do you know what? All you 12-year-old fangirls are fucking crazy. So we're just going to not show it. When I was 12, I didn't even have like a phone i got my first phone when i was 12 and a half and it i got my first had, phone I, it had just a phone with the phone app youtube and the text app that's all i was allowed i literally got my first phone when i went to secondary school just because i went to yeah. secondary school like Same. minutes away so my mom was like if anything happens you need to get hold of me um yeah, my mum got me the phone because I had to. I, I used to walk back yeah. from school because we lived two minutes away from the school, so I used to walk. So she was like, "You can have oh, a phone yeah, to I let am. me know when when you're on your way." I was like, "Okay." Yeah. Um, I just think like it's mental. If I was sort of famous in any way, like an F one driver, I would not be posting my relationship on social media. Yeah. Because it just, so many people think just because they know your name 
and they're like a fan of you or they know of you that they have like the right to go oh I don't like this person like I don't like like Louisa I think that's how you pronounce her name um Lando's ex-girlfriend my heart broke for her because there were literal hate pages for her Mm. and they were like oh she's a slut she's a bitch she's this she's that I'm like right if she was a bitch I don't think she'd be dating Lando like I just don't like do you know what I mean if she was a bitch Mm. I don't you know and I just thought it's so awful just because she's dating someone who's in the public eye yeah I mean I was I've been listening to Spare I I don't know if I I don't think I mentioned this last episode but it's it's a similar thing like I know it's slightly different because Prince Harry's a prince but like it's the same like why do people think they have like we're just reporting on the news we're not we're not this is in no way shape or form oh yeah are we eliminating their relationship they're making a single I don't care as long as they show up for race weekends that's all I care about I don't don't care as long as if they get married they post pics so I can like see their outfits and the decor because that's fun to look at always anyway so yeah we're we're just we are just reporting on it but I think it's yeah. like so bad how the media and the press portray like girlfriends of famous people or just famous people in general yeah and it's always so it's always the girl that gets like the shit end of it mm. but that's because like, that's because it's mainly the sun that reports on things okay I need to stop because otherwise I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get say, too far into it if you look at like the Kim Kardashian sex tape scandal. No one said shit about the guy she was with. I, I don't, don't know, know who he is. Was. was it? Oh, neither, because you don't hear about it. It's all oh, Kim Kardashian's a whore and she's a tramp. She's a porn star. It's like, so is the guy. I mean, she's not a whore. She's not a tramp. Technically, as a porn star, but it's just like so is the guy. But no, who I don't know who he yeah. is. I haven't heard about him in forever. A Rod. Why is anyway, I think it was she well. getting all the... Mm. Anyway, let's call me one. Any more goth? No, that's it. It was fairly dry. So that is the end of episode two. The next episode will be, I believe, we are going to do a little quiz. little quizzy woo-woo. And little... Yeah, I've got... I found a decent quiz. So... Mm. it's quite a lot of questions we could probably do half of it <laughs> so yeah yes. Yes. but if there's anything particular you want to see from us obviously we'll be covering car launches races things like that if a little bit late we'll be a little bit late on that can't lie but it's all right okay. yeah sorry I'm um but if there's anything else you guys particularly want to see let's know um yeah if you're listening on Spotify, give us a five-star review. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah. We do have an Instagram. We will link it below. And there will be sort of, like, updates on when we post, if we're doing a late post or whatever. So, yeah. Thanks for watching. Or listening. Or everything. Bye-bye.